The way to riches is different for every man. But the way to be rich is the same for all. Hello once again, Splashers. Um, today, uh, I want to talk about a topic about, you know, the way to be rich. And this is a, a topic that, you know, if you live in America or if you live in a Western country, um, it's almost ingrained inside of you, you know, that you have to be rich. You aspire to become rich. They show you from very young the lifestyles of the rich and famous. I remember as a little boy, you know, growing up in New York, um, walking by, you know, Lord and Taylor's, Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, and then if you would go down, walk a little further down uh, south in Manhattan, then you run into like Macy's and Gimbals, you know. Um, and then if you keep going down, you go a little further south, you start running into these little boutiques. And it was always known that the wealthy people shopped all the way up in the north by the Lords and Taylors, by the Saks Fifth Avenues. If you were aspirational, and you had a little bit of money, then perhaps you would shop at Macy's and the Gimbals. But if you really didn't have much money, then you'd shop a little further south. You'd shop in Delancey Street. You'd shop at 14th Street, where a lot of little boutiques were. And this lifestyle of being rich is ingrained in you. It's more caught than taught. I've never once had a teacher teach me how to be rich. That's not a topic that I got in school. I didn't get that in elementary school. I didn't get it in high school. I didn't get it in college. Even though college taught you things like finance, like insurance, like investing, they never taught you how to be rich. And quite frankly, they never even taught you how to get riches. Obtaining riches is different for every man. Obtaining riches is something that's birthed from inside of you. And it is brought out to the world. But being rich is a formula that every single person can follow. Now, what does it, what does it take? Okay, first, first, the first part of that is it's important to know your values. What do you value? Are you a family person? Are you a family man? Do you want children? Do you want to be a wife? Do you want to be a husband? Do you aspire someday to be a grandparent or a great-grandparent? 
Are you a community person? Do you have a heart to help people in your community? Whether it's your local community or it's your country. Do you enjoy relating with animals, pets? All of these things that, that, I, that, that we call, you know, careers per se, is somehow a reflection of the things that we value. <clears throat> but we are not. Creatures that value only one thing. We value more than one thing. We kind of like have a, you know, as human beings, we can kind of have a buffet of values. It's just like, you know, you walk up into that, uh, that buffet and then you see all the food that you, that you, that looks good to your eyes some food you've tasted, some food you haven't, some food looks good, some food smell good. And eventually, if you go to that buffet enough times, you kind of hone into your favorite, right? This is what I call your core values, you know. I guess some some business experts say that as far as a corporation, what is a corporation's core values? But we as individuals have core values. There are things that we value, you know, um, like we may value gathering people together and having celebrations. And some of us may value getting away and going on a mountain hike with just maybe you and one or two close friends. We all have these different things. So the first part of being rich is knowing your value. The second part is to know your limits. See, we are we're basically like limitless beings. We are only limited by the the limits that we place on our imagination. And the deeper you delve into your imagination through different processes like meditation and relaxation and thought and journaling and, um, you know, masterminding and sharing ideas with people of, of like mind. The greater expanse your imagination has. But really, we, we are really only limited by our imagination. I think there's a, there's a Bible verse that says, look, mankind has eaten of this tree now Nothing they imagine will be withheld from them. We are only limited by the limits of our imagination. But then there are other limits. And this is the second 
half or the other side of that value coin. Because as you go through life, you will find that there are things that you just don't do or won't do for anything. So you may value monetary wealth or money. Or you may value respect. Or you may value fame. And in order to acquire these things in life, you will be faced with opportunities to do the things that are necessary to acquire what you, what you want in life. And some of the things that you may be required to do, you may not feel comfortable. It may rub up against another value. So let's say, for instance, you valued being an art and performing on screen and being able to touch people and move people and give people a message through a skill and art that you have to perform. And you have and you find yourself kind of like in a quote unquote Harvey Weinstein situation where you have the opportunity, a great opportunity to touch people with your acting skills, but it requires you to do something that maybe you're not willing to do. Compromise yourself emotionally, compromise yourself physically, compromise yourself sexually, you know, maybe even criminally. And it's important for you to know what those limits are. Because this world that we in will give you the opportunity. And if you don't know it, you will walk down a path that will lead you into an emotional trap that you will find yourself spending an entire lifetime just to get out of. There's a, a famous individual that I know of. I won't say the individual's name. They were doing very well. They were famous. They had a, some money, a lot of money, and their popularity and their reach and their influence was growing by the day. An incident occurred wherein uh, they, they were, uh, were trying to be extorted. And in the process of that extortion, uh, this famous individual, you know, committed a crime that ultimately resulted in the death. And I wouldn't even really say it's called a crime, but they, they, they responded to the threats in a manner that resulted in someone losing their life. And in listening and hearing to this, you know, hearing from this uh, celebrity, 
they express great regret over the loss of that life because they knew that deep down inside they valued human life more than they valued the money that was trying to be extorted from them. And to this day, this individual has a, you know, a, a lot of mental challenges just trying to cope with the decision that they made that day. They did not understand or know or was able to grasp their limits. And so now they're emotionally in turmoil. Their, their inner peace is off kilter. It's off balance because they cannot find a way to rectify what they value as a wrong. Even though they were being threatened, they themselves valued life more than that which was trying to be taken from them. Even the life of the person who passed. So it's important that we get to a place where we know what our, what our, what our, what our limits are. Then it's, you got to know how you're going to spend your time. You see, every single one of us are rich. All of us, every single human being is born in this, in this world rich. Why do I say that? Because no matter who you are, we all came into this world with a depleting trust fund. And that trust fund is called time. Time is your most valuable asset. It is the one thing that you have that you have to spend and you could never replenish. And if you don't determine how you're going to spend your time, someone else may determine how you will spend that time. Time is our most, most precious asset. And we all have 24 hours of it a day. Now, we all may not have the same amount of days. But for every moment that we have, we have a complete moment. We all have the same amount. So if you imagine time as money or as water and your rich inner richness, your happiness as a bucket. And your job is to take the water that's in that bucket, that, that water that you have, and pour it into the buckets that represents your values. And the more water that you have in each of your, your buckets, the fuller, the richer your life will be. We are all flowing pipes of this wonderful water that we call time. Which buckets are you going to fill?
and the, the way we can spend our time as we fill buckets, you, you'll determine, does this bucket need to be filled? Does my relationship bucket need to be filled? Does my career bucket need to be filled? Do my family buckets need to be filled? Do my community service buckets need to be filled? These are all very important buckets that we have to determine. How much water do they get, if any, at all? And sometimes there are things that we have in life, there are certain things that we value. Even though we value them, there may be buckets that should never be filled. And only we in and of ourselves know that. Now, case in point, I may value having a good time with experimental drugs or overindulgent eating or overindulgent drinking. But if my indulgence or my pursuit in, 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 in enjoying the things that I value in those areas, if it results in me getting behind a car and perhaps ending someone's life or coming home and beating my wife or coming home and, you know, harming uh, a, a child or accidentally, you know, harming someone else's child. These are buckets that we may not need to need to be filled. And it goes back to, again, knowing our values, you know, and knowing our limits. Which buckets we fill and how much buckets and how much should we fill those buckets? And the last part is commitment. We got to be committed to filling those buckets. And here's why. Because as you begin to pour in a bucket, wow, man, I tell you, the feeling of happiness and joy overwhelms you. It really does. And it gives you this happily ever after feeling. It's the feeling of I have arrived. This moment is blissful. You know, so, for example, you ever been out on a date, somebody you like, you kind of hit it off, the two of you are growing in romance, sharing phone calls, dates, you're laughing, you're finishing each other's sentences, the time spent is always a happy time spent. And so the relationship builds and it builds into a romance and it flourishes. And you may wind up getting married. And that wedding day is the day of your life. 
you have arrived, your friends are there, your family are there, they're all celebrating, they're cheering you on, they're wishing you well, they're giving you money, they're giving you hope, they're giving you everything that you possibly need and you've reached the pinnacle, the height of that relationship. And you say, oh yes, I've arrived. And then, as you embark on this life now as being married, you don't fill that bucket up as much as you used to because now you got other buckets to fill up. You know, you get, you get married, so now you got to make sure bills are paid and roofs over the head. So work becomes a little bit more of a priority. And then after that, children come along, and then they become a priority. And so this relationship, this connection that you once had that was reached a pinnacle of blissfulness, that bucket begins to get lower and lower and lower and lower as time evaporates all memories of that bliss until eventually the bucket's empty. If we don't fill that bucket up regularly, put some water into it, take some of our time and pour into that bucket, it's going to be completely dried up. But if, it's, if, it, if the bucket has any water in it, it will be very, so easy to continue to fill it up, fill it up and keep it filled by just a little bit of watering on a regular basis. But that little, little bit of watering requires commitment. It requires it to be on your mind. It requires for you to know and understand that there is a level of work and mindfulness and awareness that has to go into that. You have to be aware. Just like you can be aware that, hey, you know, my car's not looking clean. <laughs> it's looking kind of dusty and dirty. Or you can be kind of aware that, uh, hey, you know, um, this dress that I have just don't quite fit me the same way it used to. Um, awareness. And the way you, you, you fill up that bucket is by focusing on the things that's value, value to you and pouring into that bucket taking some time and putting into that bucket. We only have a limited amount of time. We do not have an infinite amount of time. And where we put our time, which buckets in our lives get filled, will determine how rich our lives are. See, because richness is not about riches. Richness, like when you say a cake, like a chocolate cake is rich, that means it's got a lot in it. That means you've got a lot of the really good buckets in your life is filled if you're rich. If you are rich. It's about being rich rather than having riches. Being rich 
is the way you live your life. All right. Thanks for lending me your ear. Thanks for taking the time to listen, you know, to my musings. Um, I hope you like and you subscribe to the Mind Splash uh, podcast. I'm going to be doing a, a lot more of these as I um, touch on lots of different topics regarding inner richness, regarding life literacy, regarding um, mindfulness. All of these things uh, are topics that I'm going to be covering and talking on. And, you know, I'll be sharing some of my story uh, w- with you all. And um, this my taking time to actually share with you is me pouring into one of my value buckets, you know, which is to reach out to my community, reach out to the world to share what I have, what I have learned, who I've become and what I can do to help someone else be the most authentically extraordinary versions of your of themselves that they can possibly be that's my goal that's my reason for doing this um i hope you all join me on this journey um and um uh, subscribe follow do all of the the wonderful things that you can share and i'm going to be giving you a lot more uh uh over the next I don't know, coming years. So, you know, tune in. Thank you all. Talk to you soon.